question. What do you mean? What do you mean? We're champions, mate. We're, oh, we're champions, okay, okay. Said about Nabi, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> so many people that like, our oh, cop doesn't trust him. But we had Oxley Chamberlain and Curtis Jones on that bench. Klopp didn't trust him after Atletico Madrid. He would have just put one of them in. Preston's press was harder for us to deal with than United's on Sunday. People, uh, <laughs> they should have got a red card or this that. Doesn't matter. Play the game. Just yeah. hold your hands up. Say West Ham were a better team than us. On the day, West Ham absolutely outclassed us. The Reds are closing in. Six points away from City. Three of them win on Wednesday. Diggs we'll believes it. Thank you, Klopp. Thank you, Jurgen Klopp, for gracing our team with your presence. Thank you very much. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am here again with another stream. We have a new face on the panel today. The um, the good old uh, usual faces aren't available tonight. They're they're all busy. So we've drafted yeah. in Dow's uh, make Hello, debut mate, on the channel. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Darwin just silenced the haters. They've been just buzzing. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it shortly, but I think. It's fair to everyone's quite happy now of how things went um, after the first couple of games, some of the stuff that was said. And after that, I think everyone's just absolutely buzzing. And D, you, you're, usually you're the first comment in, in the stream and we don't have that yeah. today. So weird, uh, what it? we do have is Ali A is in here and he says, big up Ben in the panel, Darwin in there, super hat-trick. Actually, four goals, mate. Uh, yeah. Where are the haters? And we will get on to that for sure. Um, you know, those haters need to come outside. Just a quick one. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen to this instead of watching it, you can follow us um, using the links in the description to find anything you need, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. And also, if you haven't already, please smash the subscribe button because I'm trying to get to 200 subs and it's taken a long time. So I'd appreciate any help you can give me with that. So let's get into it, mate. Uh, thoughts on the, on the first half, the first half team that was out there? Well, I guess it's, it is our strongest team on paper, isn't it? Bar Adrian, uh, Navi, yeah. you, you can you can make a choice for the for the last midfielder in that. Maybe Elliot, maybe Hendo, but I think Navi played well today, didn't he? Just kept it ticking, nice and simple. Yeah, it's the usual team, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. I I actually said before the game that I can see that team being the the team that starts at Fulham, but yeah. after Darwin's four goals. Starting to think now, if he has another good game against Salzburg, then he's probably gonna gonna be starting. So we'll see, and we'll get into other yeah. players as well. Uh, Curtis Jones was good today, one hundred percent. I agree. And Ohms, the king himself, big yes, up yourself, bro. Dows and Ben, my kings, Darwin's on fire, and defenses are terrified. And again, like I say, we'll get into Darwin Nunes. That's gonna pretty much be the main talking point of the stream. I'm not gonna lie, but um. Yeah, big up Holmes for, for jumping on. I know you got football training, so make sure you play like Nunes, bro, and score four goals. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah, let's get into it. Um back four, like you said, strongest back four. You could argue Matip or Kinate. No, you um, could argue Gomez first, as well. You could argue Gomez if you didn't know <laughs> D is a as a is you're a Gomez stand, aren't you? That's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, the you, literally the song Stand by Eminem, just replace the yeah. lyrics to Gomez, and that's D. But, that's, um, that's yeah, I think 
out of all of those four, um, they're all, you know, as you'd expect. But I think Trent looks looks ready, man, to start the season. Oh, I yeah. think out of all of them, he's the sharpest. He's the one that's kind of kicking on from where he left off. And he got an assist to Nunes today. And he, he tweeted, didn't he, when we saw Nunes, how may I assist you? And yeah, you're right. That was the first of a lot, like, because this, this combination between him and Nunes is going to be a cheat code, right? Yeah, obviously you you saw that Darwin header in the second half. Right? Imagine Trent pinging that ball instead of Milner. I mean, that you can mm. get ten goals tops off that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, no. Yeah, no. Go on. Yeah, go on. yeah, no, no. I finished what I was saying. Yeah, no. Listen, I I said it straight away as soon as we signed this guy. That was my initial thought. Trent whipping the balls into this guy. You know, his frame, his physique, his strength, his power, the runs he makes. It just makes sense um, yeah. for those two to to be a success together. So it's good that we saw that. It obviously wasn't the, the most incredible assist, by, but, you know, it's still those two linking up for a goal. And then the other three, again, I, I thought they were okay. Virgil, the best thing he did was that unbelievable oh, that pass, pass to Mo Salah from his own box. Oh. Like Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know why, but I Virgil came back from that ACL injury, and everyone told us he was finished and he's gonna lose a bit. And for me, he's just—I he wouldn't say he's as good as he was in that eighteen. He—he he looks better compared to when he played that part of that season where he broke did his ACL for me. But I still think he's got a little bit of a way to go to get to his absolute best. But trust me, he's gonna get there, and he's well on his way. Uh, he's still by far the best centre-back in the world. And Ohms, who is in the stream, says that he's the best centre-back of all time. And I'm not going to argue with that. So, um, yeah, I, Virgil's Virgil at the end of the day. And I think we all knew he was pretty much going to be ready. So, it's good to see him kicking on. And Canate, I thought, was just not right. myself. There was one that, little thing he did. That one in... tackle on Nkunku. <laughs> like that that yeah. is ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, no. So, do you think Canate starts over Matip then uh, from now on, or do you think it's still kind of there's no really first it's, choice it's player? Like, it's just going to rotate. It's going to rotate in it, but I guess if Canate shows the form he did last year, I don't see why not. You know what I mean? I reckon, yeah, yeah. G- give him a few months and he'll nail down that spot 150%. Definitely. And I think Robertson, Robertson played all right. Yeah, just just pretty standard. Kept a clean sheet, did the job. Um, jobs are good, and um, so yeah, for me, nothing else to say about those guys. Um, midfield was NFT Fabinho, Thiago, Nabi. So, do you, what do you think of that? Because I've seen a lot of people saying that doesn't really work. I've seen some people saying it needs to play, or do you still think Henderson's got a place in that midfield? Because I thought he was good when he came on today, to be fair. Oh, I, I, I disagree with you that you know when he came on he was giving the ball away he was just pumping it along I didn't see anything that he'd done properly to be fair mm. but go, going back to NFT I reckon that is our strongest midfield on paper but the teams we play uh, come up against as in like we saw Man City at Wembley last year they they, they played him off the park but obviously it's going to change but I think that's our strongest midfield in my opinion obviously yeah and look with Naby and Thiago like, I, I know it's 
pretty obvious thing to say, but um, I don't think you can play them every single game. So you do no. kind of have to manage them and pick where you're playing them. And I think we did that brilliantly last season. Um, people were like, oh, Kiter's fit, but he's on the bench. Or Kiter's this, Kiter's that. But I think that's why he stayed fit for as long as he did, because we didn't just play him in every single game. Um, and I expect that to be the same next season. So it's disappointing we haven't signed a midfielder to help us within that. But look, at the end of the day, I still believe in what we have. And I still believe the players we have right now are definitely good enough to to go and compete for the big two trophies again. So, yeah, going I'm happy. Um, go on. Going, going back to that midfielder thing, have you seen those links with that Mateus Nunes from Sporting Lisbon? I have seen that, yeah. Do you think there's any truth behind it or anything? Do you reckon he could be a viable I, choice? I, I've i always I've said this season I, I don't see a sign of anybody else. But yeah. if because I think West Ham are rumoured to be in for Ox or something like that. Yeah, if he does go, then yeah, that opens like a can of worms. Like you start to see a spiral effect or like a domino yeah. effect of maybe he's going for somebody, but. It is what it is. Like it's as simple as that for me. If Ox goes, you probably look to sign somebody. If Ox stays, I don't think we do. Um, which I, again, I've I always said I think we needed a, a forward. We've got Nunes, a right back. We've got Ramsey and a centre mid. Um, so yeah. that's the only thing I think we need really now to have like the most complete team. So we'll see what happens. But if we don't get one this summer, we'll get a big one next summer, uh, no yeah. doubt. Um, other centre mid. I, Argo looked a bit off it. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, it, it wasn't his normal performance, was it? Like there was a pass where last season Thiago was making that to Luis Diaz. I think it was like a sliced volley, but it went straight off the mm-hmm. pitch. I think obviously he he's going to get more minutes, and then we'll see the Thiago we did last year. I'm sure of it, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's just but about yeah. getting the sharpness back up, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I thought Fabinho played well today. He had a few slips, but. Oh. Fabinho looks class, but I hope we don't burn him out again this year because we got Hendo. Yeah, I agree. For him. We, we can't afford yeah, to burn 100. him out. Yeah, Fabinho, I, I said it in the last game as well. I think he's probably been one of the better players for us so far. Um, he's just come back straight away and just breaking up plays and, you know, just looking to, to get the ball going again. And he's brilliant at what he does and he doesn't look like he's lost anything from the end of last season. So, it's a bonus in it with your midfielders when they come back looking sharp. So, yeah. And then yeah. the front three to start the game was Luis Diaz, Firmino and Salah. Um, let's talk about Salah first because obviously he got his goal. What did you think of that? Uh, it was going to come when he, he was the only one in the first 10 minutes that looked on it in a way. Uh, the, he had a nutmeg. Yeah. I think he had a shot that went just wide. It, it's just most Salah back to his best, isn't it? What else can you say? Yeah, I mean, he needed a break, right? And he finally yeah, got that break. And like you say, he's looking sharp. Um, I think a lot of pre-seasons that have gone by, Salah hasn't necessarily been that good. And people were worried, yeah, he'd start the season and he'd start scoring goals. So now if Mo Salah's looking good in pre-season, it's looking sharp, looking ready, then that's only going to be a good thing for a start in the season. I think um, he's going to start on fire. And, you know, he's got all sorts of records again in his eyes. I think he needs 11 goals to become a... To beat, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's our it? lead. So I think it's top five goal scorers, I believe. I think it's to go past Gerard, is it? No, not Gerard. I'm not sure, you know. I can't it's, remember it's, who it was, to beat he player. needs 11 goals to do something, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, he'll get that. <laughs> He's, yeah, I mean, it would be a bit, be a bit of an embarrassment if he doesn't get eleven goals. But um, no, nah, he's gonna like as soon as he gets one, he'll he'll, he'll kick on and he'll, he won't stop. That's what Mo Salah does. And of course, there's an argument to have that he burned out last season and he wasn't necessarily um, amazing in the second half season. I still think people were a bit harsh on him. I, I don't think he was as yeah. bad as people made out. Um, Towards the end of the season, he came we, good, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And the first, the goal that I just watched it back now, it was a lovely little finish, slotted it into the near post. And um, yeah. lovely for Firmino as well, to be fair. I've, I've yeah. seen a lot of stuff about Firmino going around. Like, he's finished, we need to get rid of him. What do you think of that? Nah, it, I've been watching most of the training sessions during pre-season. He, he's looked sharp as hell. It, one thing, though, I reckon if Jota was fit, I reckon Jota would have started that game. But I've uh, nothing to take mm. away from Firmino. It was another good, good performance by him. Yeah, 100%. And I love Firmino. Like, he's one of those yeah, players that I would How can just you not love him? Die, like, not die for. I think that's a bit extreme. But, like, I would go to war for and I'll always defend him. When people talk about him yeah. and people say he needs to be sold and stuff, like, I don't agree. I think even if it's just as a, a squad player, I think there's still space in our team for, for Firmino. We, like, why do we have to sell him just because he might not start games? It, it's a bit stupid. Like, last season, we... We we were boasting about having all the depth in the world, and now people want to sell our depth. So it doesn't make sense to me. I think uh, Firmino performed today, kind of reminded a few people what he can do and what he can offer. Um, pressing, linking up play, making good passes, good runs. And yeah, for me, I love Bobby. And again, he's going to be important next season uh, for yeah. sure. Luis Diaz was the last forward that started the first half and I guess there's not too much to say about him, but do yeah. you think he needs to get a bit better in front of goal? 100%. Now, I've got him in my <laughs> FPL team, so he's bloody better. <laughs> but yeah, no. He, he, so far in pre-season, he hasn't got us off um, our seats as we as we saw last year, but it, it's going to come and it's Luis Diaz. Now. The, the guy's built on energy. So yeah, I can't wait to see him banging goals and get me points. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. Uh, look, Luis Diaz is incredible at everything else. He just literally needs to score goals. And he will, I think, when, once the chance comes, he'll start scoring. And, you know, one, like I said before, one turns into two, two turns into three. Yeah. And we saw that today. I'm just going to jump to the point now. I can't be bothered to talk about anyone else, really. Darwin Nunes came oh, that on. Magical. And what do you know, D? He gets a full 45 minutes and he scores mm-hmm. four goals. So yeah. it's like common sense, isn't it, mate? Like when you give a player time, and when you when you bring a player on for twenty minutes at the in a game where you're already trailing, they're not really going to be able to do much. However, when you bring a player on when you're already winning, and you actually create chances for that player, and the passes actually get through to that player, he scores goals. Like it's like rocket yeah. science to some people, isn't it? Yeah, he's a traditional centre forward. Something we're missing. So obviously. He's going to score more tappings than, you know, those finesses from the edge of the box. we just got to get used to it. And obviously, he's, pro- he's proved the haters wrong so far, hasn't he? Yeah, and there, there was a lot of haters. Like, you know, I'm glad you've said that because, first of all, before we get into this, big up Noah, oh, yes, my Noah. guy. And also, Ali says, Fabio Carvalho and Harvey Elliott today was fire. And we'll, get, we'll finish with those guys once we've had our say on Darwin um, because we have to address this. So... 
And when you talk about this Darwin Nunes slander, we have to remember it's not just from these rival fans that make fail comps. It's not just from uh, Chelsea fans. It's not just from United fans. A lot of it came from our own fans and a lot of it was just so uncalled for. Like when he signed, I remember people saying, why did we sign this guy when Nkunku was right there? And then I've seen yeah. people calling him Andy Carroll and I get it. And people say that's a joke. But like, I never really saw a reaction to Liverpool signing a player like I did when we signed Nunes. It was literally split. It was like people like me and you were like, okay, yeah. I like this idea. We're going for a different approach. But then you got some guys just screaming, saying, this is who we should have signed. This is not going to work. This is this. Yeah. This is that. He's not got a good touch. His passing stats are shocking. And for me it just kind of made me think like these guys should be managers because they seem to know everything. Like yeah. when Jurgen Klopp or when the people who are making these football decisions want a football player and they're desperate, they're that desperate to sign him. They'll break all sorts of transfer records. If the add-ons are completed at least to get him, then why were fans so quick to write him off? And I'm, I know this is pre-season, but it was pre-season when people were crying about his performances. So yeah, Okay, he's scored four goals now, so you can't come and tell me it's only preseason. The goals don't count because, hang on a sec, it was preseason when you guys were crying your eyes out about him. So, for me, bro, it's just you have to give this guy time. He came into the team, can't even speak English. My guy's got Thiago translator. <laughs> he's yeah, yeah, he's come from Benfica, complete different side, like weaker team. Players that are on nowhere near the level as our guys, a manager that's on nowhere near Klopp's level. So he's taking a huge step up and our team's changing drastically going forward. We have to give it time. Me and you know this, bro, because we got common sense, yeah. but it's not that rock, it's not that deep. Like yeah, I'm talking about other people, but what are your thoughts, mate, on this Darwin Nunes stuff? And how happy was you today to see him score four goals? Oh, I was buzzing when you when you were stepping up for that penalty. Oh, I was just praying. Oh, please stick this way. See the keeper oh, get a hand. Bro, it hand. wasn't even a good penalty either, man. It, it, it was terrible. <laughs> but no, going back to when we signed him, I got people blocking me uh, for defending him. You know what I mean? But oh, I guess they were probably celebrating his goals as well. So it's people like that that, in a way, it shames you to support to be supporting this club as well. How, they're putting us to shame in a way. But yeah, no, Dar- Darwin's mm. Darwin, and he's. He's first of many. First of many for him. First of many, mate. And I, I said, uh, I replied to someone's tweet. I can't remember who it was, but I said he's saving his best performance for the best team that we're playing in preseason. Slight dig at Manchester United in there, um, but <laughs> I, I sensed it today that he was going to score goals. Like I don't know why. Yeah, I just had I'm a feeling. Good. Okay, he's had a little bit of a run out now. He's played twenty minutes in both those games. Today he took his total minutes to ninety. So in 90 minutes, or maybe a bit more, he scored four goals. Yes, all those goals came in one game. But like like I said before, when he's coming on for 20 minutes at the end of a game, you can't really expect too much from him. And yeah. I think people almost nowadays, they just, if you sign a player, they have to come in and they have to score goals straight away or it's a panic and, you know, it's, it turns into, you know, kind of a worry state. But for me, like, and... You know, I say this again. From I don't understand why this was ever a thing, to be honest. Because football for me has always been giving players time, letting players settle in. But for some reason, this preseason it was just completely different. And I guess that's what comes with the price tag. That's what comes with the hype. Um, but all I'm gonna say, bro, is Erling Haaland best be scoring yeah. goals because if that guy doesn't, I'm on his back. 
hundred percent. One thing that I love was that the fact that Mo gave him his chance to take the penalty. Because any any other player, Mo's taking that. Don't get that used way. to that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get used to that. I know, but it, it goes to show that you know that they they all have respect for each other. You know, they wanted him to get that goal, get off the mark. It's, it's just a beautiful thing to see, in a way. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It, it it definitely did him the world of good. You could see once he scored that goal, he was you know making yeah, was amazing runs. Level. He was getting in great positions. The first one's out of the way, and now you know we need the to score some four. more. And he scored three more after that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it's the first time we've we've actually seen him score goals. Okay, that game's gone now. We got Salzburg. When do we play Salzburg? Wednesday. Wednesday. It's, it's a bit of a long layoff. So, yeah. yeah, Salzburg next. And then and after that's the Community Shield. And then yeah, on Saturday. The and then Strasbourg yeah. on the Sunday. So, And then the season starts on the 6th, which is mad. But um, yeah. look, there was a comment from Ali A, which we, we've spoken about Nunes. That if you want to see more Nunes stuff, the stream I did before with Jamie, Shiggs and Noah, we we literally said everything that we've just said saying that, you know, people need to be patient. We need to give him time. And look, the yeah. game after, he scores four goals. So um, if you want to see more, check out the previous stream or um, podcast on Spotify. But Ali Abro, he says, Fabi- Fabio Carvalho and Harvey Elliott today was fire, oh. fire, 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 fire. They were saying, yeah, F- Fabio Carvalho. He, oh, I like, every time I've watched him, I just love him even more. You know what I mean? Uh, Harvey Elliott, we've seen him more on the right than in midfield this season. Do you, do you think that could be a potential, you know, seeing him more on the right this season as cover for Mo, in a way? Yeah, I mean, potentially, that's his natural position, isn't it? Like, when yeah. when we signed him from Fulham, everyone thought he was a right winger, kind of nippy little player cutting and on to his left. But when he came back to pre-season that, se- that year, he yeah. was just putting centre mid and everyone was like, hang on a sec, what's going on here? So we, we we have to remember naturally he is a right winger and he will probably play games there at, you know from now now and again, um, but I'm not sure man I, I I feel like because we didn't buy centre mid that kind of tells you how highly clock rates this kid for centre mid, but then again we didn't replace Taki on the right so maybe he's going to cover both positions and I know people will moan at that people will say. Why are we we doing that? Using one player to cover two, putting square pegs in round holes or whatever the stupid saying is. But versatility for me, I don't know. Again, this is like a new thing for me that I'm starting to see now on Twitter. People think versatility is bad. And when a player can play more than one role, you know, it's not good because you should have more bodies to do these roles. But listen, if RV Elliott can play centre mid and right wing, that's fine. And yeah. I know he can play both positions. I saw him absolutely smash it in the championship when he was just 17, by the way, at Blackburn, at right wing. Yeah. And then I saw him smash it in centre mid for Liverpool. So the proof's in the pudding. He can play both positions. And I definitely think we will see him play both positions. And just on the back of that, before we move on to, to Carvalho, well, before I move on to Carvalho, um, they're both incredible players. And obviously they both come from Fulham. Both bargains, both little gems, and yeah. they're both going to feature a lot this season. I feel like Carvalho will play a lot more than some people expected, um, yeah. especially how we can play on the left. He could play as the 10. He could even play a bit deeper. 
I feel like that was a very, very, very smart signing that they looked at for a long time because I remember seeing about the Carvalho links like last March or something it was last, stupid like that. But it was last summer, wasn't it? Before it was, yeah, yeah last summer it was, was very early, originally. yeah, 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 because he, he had a year left deal, didn't he? But um, look, both special kids. There's no better place for him to be than us playing at the, Liverpool, going to the AXA every single day. Training with yeah. the the best players in the world under the best manager in the world, they're both going to absolutely thrive. And I yeah. feel like even if they don't play week in week out in the league, which I don't think they will, having yeah. those guys in the cups is going to be a cheat code. Yeah, talking about versatility though, there's one kid that caught my eye, and I put a tweet on it. Stefan Bajcetic, he looks like mm, a, play- a player. He looks good. Yeah, he looks yeah. very good. He, Do you think I, he's going to be around the really first good. team this season? I don't think this season, but I think next preseason we'll see more of what he's made for. Because in the long term, he could be a future for being your replacement in that number six. That that's my honest views. Like he can do everything. He can drive forward with the ball. He can sit back and defend. He looks class from whenever I've seen him personally. But yeah, even the goalkeeper's distribution, Harvey Davis. Yeah, it, he's he's looking really good and confident when when he's got the ball at his feet. Uh, Ali, yeah, he says again the pen uh, he took me down had the confidence and good to sell again in the pen. One hundred percent, mate. That's such a good thing for Salah to do. Uh, but like I said, it's pre-season. Don't expect Salah to do that in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, no. I, I wanted a little short stream today, D. So unless you've yeah. got anything else to say, we'll just quickly talk about the next game coming up. Have you got anything to add to today's game? No, just Darwin just proved the haters wrong, didn't he? We got you got um rival fans paying five quid for LFC TV. I guess they cancelled that, didn't they? The Muppets, yeah, 100%. Like I said, I said it in the space just before we went live. If I don't see a Darwin comp from today's game, I'll make it myself. So yeah. I'm gonna have a look tonight and see if I can see one. And if there isn't one there, then I will make it myself. Um, so yeah, we better see them. That's all I can say. Um, going into the next game, then it is Salzburg, Salzburg away yeah. again at uh, I don't know what their ground is. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, the Red Bull Arena. I mean, literally, they're all called that, aren't they? The Red Bull. <laughs> they all called that. Yeah. <laughs> literally, Red Bull Arena. Um, but yeah, what, what are you expecting then, mate? With the Community uh, Shield in mind on the Saturday, are you still expecting like two teams, one per half, or? I think I think because it's getting to that stage of preseason, I reckon we see a sixty thirty split. But I reckon most of the yeah. big players get they get taken off at half time. That Salah, Thiago, you know the ones that you don't want to get injured in a way. But yeah, yeah no, it should be a comfortable win all round. But I want to see Nunes start from the front this time. Yeah, I agree, and we don't know how we're going to approach the community shield yet maybe he's just going to see it as again a, another pre-season game um yeah. but I'd, I'd like to go strong because beating city in the community shield would be like a, a statement kind of thing like we beat yeah, you at wembley we're going to beat you again in the community shield okay now let's see what you're saying because everyone's acting like city are favorites again and i get it on paper they've made some good signings they've got a good team but let's not forget, they've also let go of a lot of experienced players. Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling, um, Zinchenko. So, Fernandinho. When you lose those guys, of course, Haaland coming in. On paper, amazing signing. Alvarez, I don't know too much about him, so I can't comment. But from what I've heard, very good very good player, good signing. 
Um, who else? They're going to get Cucurella if they improve their bid. Um, is um, that, is that it? No, Calvin Phillips. Phillips again. Yeah, Calvin Phillips. Yeah, forgot about him. Um, but yeah. yeah, they've all got to come in and hit the ground running, mate. Because if they don't come in and hit the ground running, I'm, I can't see a world where we don't start the season strong. So, yeah. look, for me, I, I just think it's, it's either either of those two teams' time to win the Premier League. Like, it can go either way. I don't understand why everyone's acting like City are up here and we're here just because we didn't sign a centre-mid. It's, it's crazy for me. But I went off on a bit of a tangent there, talking about Man City. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this sounds good game. I guess there's not really too much to say, mate. It, I'd like yeah. to see Carvalho get a bit longer. I'd like to see yeah. Elliot get a bit longer. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be another routine win for the Reds, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred and fifty percent. That that Leipzig team was was talentful today. Schrobeschlei and Kunku, they're they're all good players. You know what I mean? We yeah. we we got rid of their threat quite easily. But yeah, now I'm expecting another win, nonetheless. Yeah, there's a guy as well at um, <coughs> Salzburg that everyone's going crazy about. Have oh, you heard of him, Lukas Usic? Yeah, yeah, I posted yeah. What a comp. Are you going to have a look at him? Yeah, yeah, he looks class. I, I posted a comp of him the other day that someone made. But yeah, no, that, that kid looks good. It'll be a good be a good time to see what he's made of. If it's a good team at house, you know what I mean? But yeah. 100%. 100%. And guys, I feel that's where we're going to leave it for today. There's only me and Dion here, so time goes pretty quick when you've only got two people on. Um, yeah. Not too much to say, to be honest. Liverpool, routine win. At uh, Leipzig, Darwin Nunes proving everybody wrong. Well, not everybody. People with common sense knew he was going to score goals. But um, the Muppets, we'll call them. He proved the Muppets wrong. Um, if you enjoyed the stream, if you haven't already, like, subscribe. Check us out on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts, whichever one's your preference. I'll also leave these to where, Oh, it's actually the at LFC Dows. Um, so yeah. go drop him a follow. And uh, we'll be back for... You're welcome, my friend. We'll be back for the Salzburg game. We'll be back for the Community Shield. And we'll be back for Strasbourg. So take care, guys. And we'll see you soon.